Chris Avina with American Outdoor News. We're here uh, for another episode. We're up at uh, Stuyvesant Outdoor Adventures in upstate New York with Randy and Gary. Guys, thanks for coming on. Thank no you, problem. Chris, for having us. Now, I, I gotta say, I've been to a lot of outfitters uh, and some good, some bad. I love the way things are run here. Thank um, you. It's organized. The staff is outstanding. Uh, they're attentive, and they're you know they they're very accommodating, and and I appreciate that about you guys. Very nice. It's, it's pe it people is. like you that, that make this place so Chris, You're you're a great great person to have up here. Very knowledgeable of sport. You understand when when the deer aren't moving. You 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 understand when when they are moving. So, uh, so, this, so you mean these hunts here aren't guaranteed? They're not guaranteed. Huh? <laughs> no, it's not, <laughs> nothing's guaranteed. <laughs> Can you tell me how um, Stuyvesant Outdoor Adventures started? Um, well, Jody Bowl, the outfitter now, uh, acquired this with his two brothers from this, the uh, actor Sidney Portier. He used to own this place. and. Uh, through, I'm not sure how they, they acquired it, but they, they bought it from him. Um, his one brother, Johnny, was more into outdoors than Jody and his brother, Ed, were. Dr. O's. Dr. O's, that he sold uh, buck lures. Okay. And uh, he, wanted to, he wanted to start something like this. They found the, the building, the house, they bought it, and he started from that. And that's been over 20 years now we've been doing this. Okay, so Sidney Poitier owned this house. Correct. Yes, he so, did. So basically, if these walls could talk. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. I, I've been here for about 15 years and went through a renovation that took process about uh, maybe eight years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, and before the renovation, the, the walls could talk. They, they could seriously help hold a well, great conversation. I, I gotta say, the accommodations are great. You got a beautiful drop-down living room there with uh, a fireplace. Every room has a bathroom and a shower, uh, which is, you know, that's a bonus. Mm -hmm. You don't see that when you go uh, to any outfitters. Um, well, a lot of guys come here, they think that they're gonna be sleeping on a cot in a sleeping bag and washing up in just a sink or whatever. Yep. So when they go home, they don't tell their wives the great accommodations <laughs> that, that are here. Well, I brought my sleeping bag because I didn't know what to expect. And when I walked in, I was right, like, wow, right. That's this, is, this is nice. So like I said, we've been doing this for over 20 years and we've learned what the hunter wants and uh, the amount of hunters that we've had. They've, they've come from all over. We've had groups come from Florida, uh, some guys from Texas. And it's great to meet people from all over the country, um, you know, and it's it's nice for us. You know, I'm I'm interested in in talking to people that have hunted, you know, all over. You know, so well, how do you become an outfitter? You either have to really love the sport of being in the outdoors, or you got to be a little crazy. <laughs> a little bit of both, yeah. Um, I'm I'm from this area to begin with. I've lived around here, so I know the area pretty well. And um, a friend of mine used to be a guide here, and uh, I worked with him, and he was telling me about it, and he said they were looking for help. So uh, I said, yeah, ask them if, you know, if they need me, and, and they did. We, uh, we went to um, 
the, the class up in Lake Placid for yep. a guide, guide a out, guide out course. A guide yep. course. Okay. We took that, and that was interesting. And, uh, you know, that's where we are right now. Uh, Lake Placid is a beautiful area. It, it was you beautiful. Know, it was the site of the uh, Miracle on Ice. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was. The Olympics. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so what kind of hunts do you host here? Well, we do deer hunting. Um, we do goose hunting, which just a few days ago, I, I took a couple of guys out and we limited it out. Um, turkey hunting is, is one of our big things. We, it, we have a great turkey population around here. Okay. Um, we have the pheasant hunting. That's up behind, they do that around Jody's horse farm. Okay. Um, there's a lot of guys, a lot of, when I say guys, I mean hunters. There's men and women, sure. husband and wives. Uh, they come to go pheasant hunting. And uh, now we're, we're getting into a little bit of uh, coyote hunting now, too. Yep. Because uh, we are getting overpopulated with, with coyotes. So uh, we try to keep ourselves busy throughout the year. I think the coyotes are a general problem in New York. Definitely. Just yes, they, they are. are. Their packs have been growing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And it's always a pleasure to shoot one. Yes, right. it is. Yeah. Now, um, what I found interesting is the amount of property and the amount of stands that you have here. Um, this sits on 75 acres. There's another 750 down the road. Mm -hmm. How much property do you have? I believe it's somewhere around 3,000 acres, yeah, I, maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah, yeah, it, come, it varies around 4,000. We have a lot, a lot of dairy farms around here, uh, apple yeah. orchards, um, and then we lease, lease the property from them. So when somebody goes out hunting, they don't have to worry about any anybody else being out there, the locals being out there. When they're out there, they're all by themselves. They have the whole area to themselves. And oh, of course, a, a good point to make with these uh, with this four thousand acres. It's it's all it's all connected to each other. So it's not like you have to drive ten miles to this piece of property or five miles to this piece of property. You can virtually walk out the door at the lodge and virtually cover three to four thousand acres. So it's, without crossing. It's crossing. almost as big as the Dutton Ranch. Yeah, <laughs> wherever that is. Where's the Dutton Ranch? That's uh, the Yellowstone. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Right. It's on Paramount TV. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but uh, so you have right now around 400 stands. Jo Jody, the owner, will tell you we've, we've got about 250. But when, when I came here 15 years ago, he was saying 250, and, and I've, I've personally put at least 10 stands together every year since that. So I, if, you, if you asked us, yeah, you know, I, would, I would say we must have damn close to four, 400 stands. Yeah, how do you manage 400 stands? Jody, Jody's the genius. He really is. He, he does all the stand locations, uh, the picking of stands during hunts, and Every year he's showing me a, a new stand that I, I didn't even know about. So he's uh, he's he's the brain behind the operation. Mm -hmm. well, he does I, well. I know yesterday when I went into my stand, I know for a fact that nobody's hunted that stand for a while. Right. And I know that because when I climbed up into the stand, I had to chop away some of the vines <laughs> just to sit down. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, this is a great spot. Oh, right. Wow. <laughs> we, we, we start doing doing stands, and when I say doing stands, we uh, we brush hog a path to the stand. Uh, we, we climb the stand, making sure it's secure, make sure there's a hook for the bow or the other rifle. 
uh, make sure there's a pull-up rope. And we start September 1st doing stands. We probably, by the time October 1st comes around, which is the first for bow season, we've probably got maybe 200 stands done. That That's leaving wow. almost 200 stands that we haven't got to. That's a lot of work. So yeah. what you got into with the vines hanging off it was one that they didn't get to right. yet. Right. Yet. Right. It was a pleasure, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But um, it's it's been a great experience here. Uh, the food is outstanding. Yeah, a lot of, lot of bailed us out. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you guys really cater to the client, and I feel like uh, you come here as a client, but you're leaving as a friend. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yep. I've got a lot of friends. I mean, through the 20 years, oh, 20 years plus, I've met a lot of guys that, you know, they keep coming back. We have a lot of returns. Yep. Because of the accommodations, because of the hunting area, because of the way that we treat them. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's work, but it's also a lot of fun. I agree. It's, uh, you know... It's a, it's a, it's a passion that, uh, hey, you're doing handsome. Are you coming up? <laughs> He's making himself at home. He's unbelievable. My, my girl's going to be jealous when I get home. <laughs> She's going to think I'm cheating on her. <laughs> He's looking right into the camera like, like this is where I'm supposed Back, to be. There's a new star of the show. <laughs> but, yeah, being an outfitter and being an outdoorsman, it's not what you do. It's part of your DNA. Exactly, it's, uh, yes. It's a lifestyle. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's really a lifestyle that uh, it's really part of who you are. And um, if you don't do it, you don't understand it. Right. But um, we do. Yep. And we've also had a lot of first-timers, youths. We're big into youth hunting. We love to take fathers and sons out and have their, their son or daughter shoot a turkey for the first time or uh -huh. the deer for the first time. So we love doing that. That's very important bringing youth into a sport that has been depleting uh, right up until COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you started to see the numbers start to go back up yeah. because people are just anxious to get back outside. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, I, I think we got COVID to thank for something. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yeah. Um, where can we find Stuyvesant Outdoor Adventures? Is that the website? The website, Stuyvesant Outdoor Adventures. Yeah. Com. Yep. We're and they'll get the uh, phone number, and uh, when they call, they'll more likely get Juana, which is Jody's sister. Okay. Um, she's also the cook, and then cleans the place when everybody leaves. So she will she will answer the phone, and uh, you know take your information and stuff, and hopefully book you a hunt. Well, I it's, I highly recommend coming here. I enjoyed it. I had a great time. The stands are great. It's uh, the fields, the woods, it's vast. There's so much property to hunt on, you're never going to cover it all. What do you say, Baxter? <laughs> Baxter's on break. <laughs> and right I made now. a new best friend here. So <laughs> definitely check out the website, StuyvesantOutdoorAdventures.com. Subscribe to our podcast, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Take care. We love our children. We protect them. We guide them. We prepare them for life in the world. With all that we do, from deep in our hearts, we cannot control all things. Life-threatening illnesses and disabilities affect far too many of our children each year. While we cannot change the circumstance, we can make dreams come true.
dreams to provide hope, to provide spiritual healing and strength, to provide moments of happiness and relief in the hardest of times. We can give a glimmer of light and hope in a time of darkness and despair. Join HuntOfALifetime.org to help make dreams come true, to provide hope for children with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. Hunt of a Lifetime is a nonprofit organization fulfilling dreams for hunting and fishing trips to youth 21 and under with life-threatening illnesses and disabilities. Visit HuntOfALifetime.org to learn how you can make a difference.